Welcome to the ASC podcast, Cytopath Pod. Join special guests to highlight ASC activities in cytopathology education, advocacy, and research. Hello, and welcome to the ASC's Cytopath Pod. I'm your host, Leanne Cahill, the editor of the ASC Bulletin, and today we're going to talk to Dr. Ed Sebus about the fifth and most recent edition of his textbook, Cytology, Diagnostic Principles, and Clinical Correlates. Dr. Sebus was born and raised in Boston, the son of Lithuanian immigrants. He graduated from Harvard College and with a degree in chemistry and obtained his MD from Harvard Medical School. He completed pathology residency training at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston and a cytopathology fellowship at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. Dr. Sebus joined the faculty at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in 1987 and has been director of cytopathology there for the past 32 years. As an enthusiastic educator, Dr. Sebus served for many years as the program director for the Cytopathology Fellowship at the Brigham and Women's Hospital. Dr. Sebus's main research interests are thyroid cytology and quality improvement. And he is perhaps best known as co-editor of the Bethesda System for Reporting Thyroid Cytopathology. Dr. Sebus completed a term as president of the American Society of Cytopathology in 2017, and last year received the ASC's Papanicolau Award. He is also a pianist, having studied and played since he was eight years old. Although he continues to play with much joy and satisfaction, he doesn't regret giving up his early dream of a career as a concert pianist. And Dr. Sebus, I know all of us in cytopathology are glad you chose this career path. So welcome, we're glad to have you here with us this morning. Oh, thank you, Leanne. It's such a pleasure to speak with you today. What are some of the educational trends in pathology, especially in cytopathology? Uh, well, uh, I think digital learning tools, of course, uh, and ongoing competency assessment are educational trends in pathology. And in fact, I think in all of medicine, um, there's no question that pathology and cytopathology have become more complex over the past few decades. Uh, the WHO classification of diseases now recognizes so many more distinct tumors. A good example is the incredible expansion of the subtypes of renal cell carcinoma, but we see this across all organ systems. So it's been essential that we make sure that our trainees learn a much broader range of pathologic entities and their diagnostic hallmarks uh, than we had to say two or three decades ago. You know, keeping up with all these new entities is a challenge for a textbook author. Another trend is the integration of clinical correlates with pathology and cytopathology. Uh, and you'll notice that the title of my textbook is Cytology, Diagnostic Principles, and Clinical Correlates. Of course, you know, clinical correlates have always been important, but um, they are now better defined than ever before, and I think are an essential element of cytology education. 
Finally, um, I'd say that the incredible growth in our understanding of the underlying genetics of human disease uh, has resulted in an interface between cytology and molecular pathology. Cytology plays an essential role today in personalized medicine, including that role in cytology education has become paramount for all of us. A small example of the way that affects us in daily practice is that many of us are now routinely documenting on our cytology reports whether a positive cytology sample is suitable for genomic testing. How did you and Dr. Ducottman begin the journey in writing this first edition? Oh gosh, our journey, our journey started um, back around 1990. So that's going back uh, 30 years. Uh, Barbara and I were co-directing a week-long cytology course in early June every year in Boston. Uh, she suggested that we find a way to convert the teaching materials of that course into a cytology textbook. Now, at that time, there were several excellent textbooks of cytology, but they were big books, some of them multi-volume texts. Uh, I grew up on Dr. Koss's excellent two-volume cytology textbook. But we saw a need for something more concise, but still comprehensive something that wouldn't intimidate uh, a pathology resident who maybe had only three months to, to learn cytology, yet would still be an authoritative reference for the practicing cytologist. I was convinced um, back then that the essence of cytopathology could be distilled in 500 pages or less. And I still believe that. That was our vision for the book. And that was our challenge. Great. I know a lot of work goes into researching and developing the test text. How did you decide on what to add to each edition to make the text fresh and up to date? Oh, I'd love to talk about that. Uh, well, let me start by saying that believe it or not, the images in the first edition back in 1996 were mostly black and white. Can you believe that? It wasn't until the second edition that the images were all color. Um, with every edition, we've tried to improve the quality of the images. To be honest, finding the absolutely right image is an obsession with me and one of my very favorite things to do. Let's see, what else have we done to keep it fresh and up to date? Well. With the second edition, we also added a chapter on lab management, which is such an essential element of cytology education. Starting with the third edition, the hard copy text is now accompanied by an online version. Uh, with the fourth edition, we added a 30 minute video on FNA technique. And with the fifth edition, we added a chapter on bone cytology which hadn't been there on, in previous editions. And finally, uh, I think this goes without saying, updating references is essential for every new edition. As you know, there are many professionals in our inside of pathology who have a whole world of knowledge in this field. So in this fifth edition text, you've listed several outstanding contributors 
how do you select your con contributors and have you had any of them contribute to the previous editions of your book? Well, yes, many of them in the current edition have contributed to previous editions. Uh, so they are simply updating chapters that they have uh, drafted for prior editions. I'll tell you that I think there are three things I look for uh, in a contributor. Uh, one, of course, I think you've alluded to, and that is recognized expertise in the field. But I think that isn't enough. I look for someone also with outstanding writing skills. And not everybody who's an expert really knows how to write well. That's simply a fact. Um, by writing well, I mean the skill to write clearly and concisely. Uh, especially when you're dealing with a concise textbook like mine, uh, you need a contributor who knows how to say what they need to say in the fewest number of words. And I think that's essential. And finally, uh, you need, a, honestly, a contributor who's gonna deliver the manuscript in the agreed upon timeframe. And I will say just now that I've been very, very lucky with my contributors. So please tell our audience, Dr. Sebus, about some of the key features that makes this book unique. Uh, well, um, first, although it's comprehensive, it's relatively small and portable. Um, it's only about 500 pages, so you can toss it in your backpack and carry it around easily. You know, it's funny, when I meet people, they often tell me that that's what they like best about it. Um, the second, I think, key feature that makes this book unique is, I think it's emphasis on clinical context. Why and how do we screen for cervical cancer? What are the clinical implications of our diagnoses? Uh, placing cytomorphology in its clinical context is a key element of the book. And again, it explains the title that we chose at the very beginning with the first edition for the book. And third, uh, the book is unique because it comes with a video on FNA technique. Uh, with uh, a really nice, I think, taped example of a model patient encounter. So Dr. Sebus, as the author of this text, what do you find as the most satisfying thing about being an author? Um, the most satisfying thing is just meeting someone who tells me how much they enjoyed reading it and how much they learned from it. Actually, the best thing is when they ask me to sign their copy of the book. You have no idea how gratifying that is. Thank you so much, Dr. Sebus. I think everyone can see what an excellent textbook this is. And I'm sure everyone also can see how much time and effort, thought and research goes into um, an authorship of a textbook such as this. So we hope you all have learned a lot today and we'll look forward to reading his text. Thank you again and stay tuned for the next ASC Cytopath Pod. Thank you, Leanne. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for listening to Cytopath Pod. You can reach ASC on Twitter at 
cytopathology or via email at asc at cytopathology.org.